very first episode of the Married Man's Confessions podcast. It's been a long time coming, been having this in the works for probably about two years now. And um, I wanted to create something by men, created for men where women are welcome. So I wanted to do this to kind of reach the masses and make a difference, make a change, have a voice for us men and um, what we go through, you know, our minds, what we think, how marriage is and um, all that stuff. So I'm going to be having a lot of multiple people on here from men who are married, men who are looking to be married, men who are divorced and also women of the same kind. Cause we need to hear from all walks of life. Um, I have a very special guest in the house. So I got to give her this introduction. She's your queen. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. Give it up for the married woman herself. Yes. Give it up. Yeah. I'm baby right there. All right, all right. No. Here we go. Here we go. Today's episode why marriage? A lot of people look at marriage today as not needed. Um, in today's society, I feel like we are losing the nuclear families of man, wife, and children. Um, because of that, a lot of women would not marry, primarily black women would not marry in their lifetime. And white women are the next ones to be married at a rate of 50% while black women are around 25. Um, we have around 80% of America being raised by single mothers. And a lot of these men out here are not doing what they supposed to do and not raising their children and being in the household with their children. And it is causing dysfunction amongst society as a whole. And being working with kids for a number of years, um, it is difficult to see. So what change can we do to bring back the nuclear families? That's one of the reasons why I did this podcast. Um, I want us to get back to that. And if I'm able to reach one man willing to reconcile with baby mama or uh, actually create his own nuclear family or whatever the case might be, I'm done my job. If I get a woman to understand her faults within why she is not being selected, if she wants to be married, because as a mind of a married man, I'm going to give you the just, I'm going to tell the truth. A lot of y'all was not going to like what I have to say. Me and my wife might not agree, and that's okay. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing wrong with a difference of opinion. But at the same time, you got to understand delivery is everything. All right? So the married woman herself, say hi to the people. Hello. <laughs> that's the first episode, y'all. Y'all going to have to excuse us if 
we don't um if my sound is a bit off or whatever else this is a this is a work in progress all right so i need y'all to work with me for a little bit all right uh so why marriage why do we choose to get married all right do we believe it is a partner that you know you can have for a lifetime so first question up why what was you always marriage minded excuse me um yes you was always marriage minded always how why why Um, you know what i mean because i grew up in a single family home i was raised by a very strong beautiful single woman and um i just saw all of the things that she went through all the struggles that she went through how hard she hustled for us and i just knew from an early age that i wanted to help make okay so that was almost like teaching in reverse then like you didn't want to live the life that your mama saw from all the struggles because she didn't have the help that she needed yeah type. but don't get it don't get me wrong we did not have a bad life like i did not have a bad life at all i had a good childhood <clears throat> excuse me i had a very good childhood but i knew not having my dad in the house i knew that I wanted my children to have both parents in their house. All right. All right. I get that. See, and I guess that's why, you know, opposites attract because I was the complete opposite. I had dad in the house, mom in the house. They still married to this day. Um, I'm one of seven kids. Um, so, you know, I seen that dynamic. Me and my brother was the youngest ones. Um, shout out to him. Um, so I seen that masculine figure in the home and to answer my own question, um, I was raised, I was raised to be a husband. I was raised to be a father. I seen that dynamic. Um, and you know, my father always taught me to, you know, be fruitful, multiply, have your kids while you're young, um, find your wife, find a feminist submissive woman and um uh that's what i was looking for now granted i didn't think i would have found it as early as i did but i'm glad i did so i can't complain um so that's good that's good now as being married mm-hmm. the vows that we take for richer or poor. Now, do you think that that is a real statement? Like, do people who are married really stay for richer or poor? I can't talk for nobody but myself, me personally. I mean, but we can generalize. In this day and age, do I think that? No, I do not. Absolutely not. I don't. I feel like people are quick to run. Uh, at the first sight of a problem, I feel like people don't stick it out the way our parents and their parents and grandparents and our great grandparents used to stick it out. But then again, it's easy. I feel like in my, I feel like it's easy for people to get out now as opposed to back in the day, because back in the day, it's kind of like you had to, you didn't have nowhere to go. If you left your husband, where was you going to go? You couldn't go back home. If you, if you was a, if you know old time wife and your husband worked and you was just a homemaker, where was you gonna go? You didn't have no money. Where was you gonna take all your children to? 
So I feel like back in the day, it's kind of like you had to stay. And I feel like nowadays, more women are doing for themselves. They're not so much dependent on a man. So when some, you know, if they are with a man, they do have a husband. I feel like a lot of times when things get rough, they just be like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm over this. I don't want to do this no more. Okay. That is, that's excellent. Because with this question, like you said, our grandparents and our moms and fathers before mm-hmm. us, they knew back in the day that if you left, it was going to be basically in shambles. Yeah. So do you think women back then were stronger than the women of today? Mm. And we're speaking for women, gen- just generalizing like all that they went through. Do you think they stronger because well, of that or they was weaker because of that? No, I don't think they was weak. I think absolutely they were stronger for that. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't view them as, oh, they stayed. They didn't have no, no, they didn't have enough to do. So they stayed. So that makes them weak. No, I don't think that makes them weak. Well, see, but that's the society of the day though. We always have that, you know, I'm strong, independent, don't need no man. And they think that that's making them strong. And that if they do it on their own, that that is considered like being the best you type thing. And I feel like the women back, you know, back in the sixties and seventies, you know, those, those are the women who was really strong and they was pushing out, you know, 10, nine, eight, 11, 26 kids at a time having huge families and you don't see that no more. So yeah, I I definitely agree with that. I, I, I do believe that the women back then were stronger than the modern women of today, in my opinion. Um, I'm not saying that the women now aren't strong. No, no, no. I, I understand that. Mm-hmm. I understand that. You know, we, we all have, you know, a lot of women today who are doing it on their own. Like I said earlier, like 80% of America is being raised by single parent households, primarily, primarily single mothers. So with that, I know a lot of single mothers that are doing it great on their own, but then I know a lot of them at the same time who are struggling who made bad decisions and now they are in the place that they're in right now because of their decisions. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them don't want to take accountability because everybody want to put something back on the man. Oh, he's not taking care of his kids or he's not doing this. He's not doing that. You chose him. Like you chose that dude. Like if he chose to marry you, or even if you was, you know, baby mama, divorce, whatever, like, this man, you want it. You got him. It didn't work out. That's fine. But take accountability as well as you chose this dude. It's kind of like, why I chose? Why I chose this dude? And I mean, it sucks. And we don't want to put nobody in the forefront, but everybody needs to take accountability for where, for, 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 for what they've done in that process. So how does that tie into women not being strong now, like right now in in these days, I just, I don't know. I was just throwing that out there. I don't know. It just tied in. Oh, okay. I, it's just it's just tied in. I don't know. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but <I'm, laughs> but also, you know, even when we talk about for rich or poor, getting back to rich or poor. Now, do you think say like I heard this quote 
um shoot how does it go it was a uh, a man's a woman's loyalty is tested when her man has nothing and a man's loyalty a woman a man's loyalty is when he has everything absolutely <laughs> absolutely <laughs> But, but are you not gonna see me as loyal if you down and out and don't have nothing and I'm still staying by you and still staying strong and 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 being a cheerleader and 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 trying to encourage you and and stick by you? You're not gonna think I'm loyal. You better. I know. I know. Yeah. And that and that and, and that. same thing for a man. I feel like if you had a whole bunch of money, okay, that's that. Heck yeah, that's gonna show me if you loyal or not. You could win the lottery tomorrow. And have a bazillion gazillion dollars. And you could divorce me and take all that money and run and go find you a hot little somebody and live in Miami and, and live your best life. Well, but if, one, I, I definitely would be I taking all that you money. You'd be, you be uh, taking half. But I'm what? just saying, though, <laughs> that quote makes perfect sense in my mind. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I heard that and I was like, yeah, that's true. It's and very true. a lot of times, uh, like, let's just take us, for instance. I feel like if I came into a large amount of money, whether I got it out the dirt or if I got it on a whim to where I won the lottery mm -hmm. or something like that, I don't feel like I, I don't think nothing would change because I wouldn't be in that position that I was in had not you been by my side. Mm -hmm. Now, if me and you wasn't married and I was rich or came into a large sum of money, it might have been a different story because a man is valued on his status, his money, uh, things that he can bring to the table, his protection, security, all that. It's not so much his looks or all that, but that does tie in as well. I'm about to say. Look, <laughs> well, hold on. Now you are supposed to be the cute one. You're supposed to be the pretty one. And I am. You are. But you ain't going to be out here looking ugly in these streets. No, <laughs> not with me. Hey, didn't nobody say nothing Looks about Biggie Smalls and Faith Hill? Well, Faith Evans and that. Oh, uh, Faith I, Evans. Yeah, you know what I mean. My name ain't Faith. <laughs> ain't all, all I'm saying is a guy can, can compensate for looks, height, oh, weight. If he's got some money. If he got money and now, status. Not, not with me, but... But yeah, women. But with oh, yeah. women, you can be ugly, women, ugly. Women, and if you have a whole lot of money. Oh, she'll date you. Oh yeah, women have value when they're born. Men have to create their value. That's the big difference. That's why I say a lot of times, men and women are different. There's not a we think differently, we act differently, we're different physically, and you know everybody is on this whim of men and women are the same and we equal, and we're not. We are not by a biological standpoint and by how we choose a mate like it's all different so like i just wanted to get that out there but i'm glad you agree because yeah because yeah. that's because that's real because i because a lot of women you know they're born with their value if they got the looks like we can care less about your money we can care less about your status you know if you a feminine woman and you know you good looking and everything else that's, you already got the ticket to the door. You got your ticket. 
That's your ticket. You think so? Yeah. Look. No, no. All right. You got to look at it like this. If I saw you across the street, I'm looking at you like, dang, she's fine. Oh, I got to talk to her. I don't care about nothing else. I'm not looking at you like, oh, look at her shoes. Nah, she too short. Nah, she don't look like she make no money. I'm not looking at you like that. So you just talking about just uh, looks, just first, Physi- just yeah, first, physicality, yeah, first, first meeting, first yeah, that that's initial. your ticket to the door. That's, that's that's your ticket. Now, once I'm in there and we start to talk, maybe start to date, all that stuff. Then I start to more uh, know more about you and everything like that. And then we move into that. All right, I think she might be the one. So, you think that's true? I'm just, I'm just asking. No, okay, okay, no, no. All right, look at this. Look, when you saw me, yeah, confession time. Oh gosh, confession time. When you saw me, what did you think? Um, I thought she was cute. Is that it? I thought she was cute. <laughs> we met when we was young, y'all, back in high school. I thought she was cute. I was cute. Mm-hmm. Did you know I was as short as I was? I did. Not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. I did not. Okay, so so was you was you okay, into so, short guys? Okay, so you gotta give the backstory though. So we met online. We met online initially. All right, let's tell the truth. Tell the truth. Confessions. Go ahead. It's confessions. You All can't right. just say we met when we was young. No, tell the story. <laughs> we met online. We met online. And then um, the first, we, you know, talked back, you know, y'all remember Black Planet? Met on Black Planet. Shout out BP. Um, and then our first initial meeting when we met in person, he had come to my aunt's house. So my auntie lives downtown in the West End. Her house, she's got big, big old, you know, big old historical house. It's a, it's a big old house. And so in order to get into her house, you have to step up into the house. So when he initially came and, you know, I, I go to open the door and of course I open the door and initially I was like, oh, he's kind of small. I was like, oh, shoot, he ain't stepped up into the house yet. So then he comes and he steps up into the house and I'm like, oh, he's still small. <laughs> I was for, for the record, I wasn't small. He wasn't I was small. just short. He was shorter than I was used to dating. <laughs> he wasn't small. He was just a short shorter man that I shorter than my preference. So you so was you so when you first saw him you was like I can I can date a short guy. No no not initially <laughs> <laughs> not initially nah, um, nah. but eventually yes I I had to, I had to process it I had to I had to process it, but afterwards, I was just like, that's not, I'm not giving, we had already talked for, like, weeks right. on the phone, um, on the computer and stuff, so, you know, I had a pretty good, um, I had a pretty good knowledge of who you were and what kind of person you was, so I wouldn't get ready to just throw, and you was cute, I wouldn't get ready to throw all that away, because you was a little shorter than I preferred. Okay, okay. I can dig it. No, no, it's not about it. Ain't about that. Shoot, I, I like it. Not that I didn't already know the story, but for our listeners, why yeah, not? You got to tell them this. Got to tell them where it started, man. Yeah, I mean, me personally, 
because you know I saw your pictures and stuff like that. I was like, all right, she cute, she cute. And um, I was talking to, you know, another couple of girls at the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying, everybody thought I was cute. Mm-hmm. But um, when we first met, you know, we was talking for a while after we first met. But your eyes is what swung me over. Your eyes and your smile. So, and she had a nice body too, ladies and gentlemen. So, yeah, still nice, do. A nice 16 year old body. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna leave that alone. Anyway, but you know, I seen like even though when we was talking and everything, like you showed me things that a lot of these other females wasn't showing me. You was showing me the 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 feminine side of you you didn't have that um that ratchetness to you uh your language was good i i can't stand a woman with just foul cuss words just always coming out of her mouth like that's sexy or something that wasn't for me uh you weren't into smoking or nothing like that um but you know uh all that just kind of rolled into a relationship and it's kind of been like that ever since. So, you know, and then once I met like your mom and your family and everything like Shout that. Out to Big P. <laughs> Shout out, Mama, love you. Um, you know, she showed me. Now that was probably the icing on the cake. Once I found out, like, okay, this is a potential wife right here, and I was looking at it like. If this is how her mom is towards her husband, if this is how she is towards her family, and this is what she's been looking at of all these years of her life, she is definitely wife material. And it even came to the point to where I'm like, okay, because when I first proposed to you, honestly, I felt like that I, well, not felt, I, I believe that. I wasn't ready financially. And if I could take anything from going back, it would have been to be more established before getting married. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's that's not a knock or anything. That's just something that had to do with me. And, but, well, however, on the flip side of that, there's nothing like building with your significant other. Because a lot of times when you build, you appreciate it more down the line Mm -hmm. because you got to build. If I was so established to the point to where all she had to do was walk in the door, it was almost like, okay, what are you working for? Uh, What are are we doing? Is this how it's going to be for the rest of our lives? Like, let's both put in work. So, you know, that's just kind of where I was with that. And it worked out. We've been together for, what, 13 years now, going on 14 in March. So, yeah, we look good, y'all. 14 years and still going, going strong at that. Um, So after hitting the sickness, the uh, sickness uh, and in health till death do us part, 
do a lot of people feel like that they're going to get married just to be taken care of? Do you think a lot, do you think a lot of women just, you know, speaking generalities as far as women that want to be married at this day and age, do you think that they really want a partner or you think that they just want to be taken care of? Um, both. I say both because there are some women who actually want to be married to a man. Like they want the relationship. They want the partnership. But I feel like society and social media and TV has a lot of these women wanting to be taken care of. I have to agree with that. I definitely have to agree with that. Uh, I do think that a lot of women see the facade of social media and it's becoming detrimental mm -hmm. to a lot of women. It's hurting them. It's hurting them in the relationship game. Um, even the way they look is becoming fake. Um, you know, you have all these women with all this wig, weeds, all this makeup, all this fake eyelashes, BBLs. long L, uh, long nails, BBLs, mm -hmm. talking about you want a real man, but everything on you is fake. Take that leather wig off and take off them nails and them eyelashes, and I bet you be looking like Uncle Festa from Family, uh, from uh, what, Adam's Family. <laughs> <laughs> looking a whole mess, see? But I, I think that um, it's not like it used to be. You know, even with us, you know, we had cell phones back in, but we ain't have we ain't have no, social the social media, media, the TV, the internet. It's like it glamorizes being a housewife. All these reality shows, Real Housewife of this and Real Housewife of that, is glamorizing being a at home, a stay at home wife, being a a housewife, a home wife, a homemaker. Your husband's out here. You got husbands that are, you know football players or, or surgeons and doctors, and then what do you do? You sit at home in your big old mansion and do what? Go shopping. See, but that's not even real life. It's not, but they're glamorizing it and making it like it is. So I feel like I feel like some women feel like that's what they that's what they want. That's the life they want. They don't want to they don't want to work. They want to be taken care of. Yeah, not, not all, but absolutely there are some. If you was take a poll, you probably be real surprised how many people want to be taken care of and don't want a actual partner that they can build something with. So you think that's a true statement of in today's age, women wait at the finish line and pick the winners? Uh, in some aspect. I don't I don't think all women, but definitely some. Would you say most women or more like no, I wouldn't say below? Most. Oh, okay. A good number. <laughs> I wouldn't say most though. Because there are some women out here that absolutely want a marriage. They absolutely want a partner. Okay. Okay. I would absolutely say there's less women that that don't want. You ain't gotta agree with me. Uh, you don't have to agree with me. That's my that's my opinion. Shout out to my man Adrian. I respectfully disagree. Go check out his podcast, y'all. Hey, he's doing big things over there. I gotta shout him out at least one good time. But um, no, nah, I think today a majority of women is like that because of social media and TV and um, the internet, you know, they see all that and, you know, they want a man that is totally 
not of reality. Yeah, you I know? agree. Mo- I, I, I'm not gonna I, say most. I don't think most, I'm gonna I'm I'm say most. Yeah. I'm gonna say most women want a man that's in a money making realm that is unrealistic, um, a height realm that is unrealistic, and when you put them all together, it is really unrealistic especially for you know you got a lot of these women out here with their body positivity and thinking that they look like this and they think that they are 10 when they really are three like Hmm. like we like we got to be real at some point like a lot of women be thinking that they all this in a bag of chips but you don't get to decide you're not the consumer we are and as men if you're not being chosen, then there must be something else going on that we're looking at that's like, eh, uh, I don't know about that. Because if you was truly a 10, well, we, we as men, we take 10s off the market as fast as we can. If you're willing to be with us and you a 10 and you feminine and you bring us peace, oh, we snatching you up. So a lot of these women that feel like that they are in this caliber all the way up here somewhere. Like it's cool to think highly of yourself. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But what are the results that you're getting from it? If you're saying that you want this, that, and the third, and you're not getting it because you feel like that men are intimidated by me. No, we're not. We're not intimidated by none of you women. We're not, we're not intimidated by, women who make vast amounts of money or if women just think that they are just uh rihanna level pretty beautiful cute whatever like a man could scope you out and look at you and you got a stuck up face we just looking at you like okay yeah that don't look like a good idea um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm just putting that out there. Cause that's, that's how it is. That's how us men see it. And a lot of women won't agree and that's fine. I mean, but at the end of the day, we are the consumers as men. We choose who gets married. Men, women chooses who have sex and who's born. And that's the differences between men and women. And a lot of people, I think would agree on me on that statement anyway. But anyway, anything you want to say on that one? Mm-mm. No. <laughs> all right. All right. So in marriage, I also put in, you know, why marriage in the description. I was like, you know, is it because of sex, raising families, or just uh, the fear of not being alone for the rest of our lives? Do you think people just get married for those reasons i think people get married for lots of different reasons i think people some people get married for companionship some people don't want to be alone for the rest of their life some people get married because they do want to have a man and you know have children i think people get married for a number of reasons i don't think everybody gets married for the same reasons okay i get that i get that uh, well, I will say as men, okay, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put it, I'm, I'm gonna put 
us yeah. in this. Yeah, we're talking for men. Talk for yourself. Well, no, because uh, <laughs> no, we, believe it or not, a lot of us men think the same. The very majority of the masses, we are not different. Okay, well, let's put it there, on you. Are there a few? Uh, how did, I, why did you get uh, married? Because I, I told you I was raised to be a husband. I was raised to um, be a husband. I was raised. I, I wanted kids. I wanted the family dynamic. I wanted that nuclear family. You know, I I believe I was I was raised to be that leader, protector, provider. I was that guy. I was always I always wanted to get married. Now I didn't think that I would get married so young, uh, but. Uh, there was, I, I just think that seeing my dad and my mom and the race, and the way that they raised us and all the fun that we had and all the traveling that we did and the fun things that, uh, you know, I did with my dad and the lessons that he taught me and things like that. I wanted that. And I always saw myself being married at some point in my life. Primarily, I wanted to get married before I was 30. Mm-hmm. Um, because I wanted them, my dad always taught me, have your kids young. And I wanted to have my kids young enough to where once they grown and we did our part, they out the house, we still have our youth to have fun, to get back to us and everything like that. And I feel like we on the right track for that. And, you know, plus I wanted them, them husband benefits. I wanted the games. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I wanted the husband benefits. What? See, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it wasn't just because of sex, but when when men get married, we want that. I all right, I put it in this perspective. Men that don't that ain't married want that. I mean, yeah, <laughs> true. But I wanted them husband benefits. See, but that's what's wrong with society today. Women giving up the yams yeah, early before. Saying, you ain't got to be married to get yeah, married but there's a lot of a lot of women out here giving that away for free. Yeah, and 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 I and I believe that's what's wrong with our society today. A lot of women giving it up too easy without you know requiring a ring, and you know if, if that's what they want to do and everything, that's fine. But that is what's creating um, a lot. Uh, that's what's creating you know single parent households a lot. Mm. Uh, I mean, if people want to do that, not get married and just cohabitate, all right, cool. That's still a nuclear family. The father is in the home. He's helping raise the kids. Uh, I, I believe it takes two people. Everybody want to talk about is 50-50. The only way it's 50-50 in a marriage or a relationship is money. It's actually 100-100. I'm giving 100%. I'm giving all that I can to this marriage or this relationship and you're giving a hundred. If sometimes I'm slacking and I'm giving 90, your partner sometimes got to pick up that extra 10. If sometimes you're giving 80, I got to pick up that extra 20, you know, and we go back and forth. We all fall short. We all going to make mistakes. We all going to make bad decisions. Uh, But with us, the good times have always been better than the bad. And, you know, I believe every marriage, every relationship go through hardships. So moving into that direction, like 
ask this question. Have there been a time or multiple times talking about us that you just like, this ain't going to work. I ain't doing it. I quit. Has there been times you, you just like, you was like, okay, I don't think it's going to work out. It's just yes or no. <laughs> Think. We've been together for a long time. But you got to think, every marriage goes through that. I don't think that there's a marriage or relationship, if you've been together long enough, that it's just like. Yeah, but of course, nah. yeah, people say that, but it's like being in the heat of the moment. Stop the cap. Like when you say that, it's in the heat of the moment. It's in like when something, you know, you didn't got in a bad uh, argument or y'all disagreed on something. Like something had, like something has to happen. Like something drastic, like that has to happen for you to be like, all right, I don't even want to do this no more. True, true. But you know, I, I think it. I I just think that for every relationship, I feel like every relationship kinda, does that. Yeah. yeah, I'm not gonna sit up here and say no, I ain't never. I probably have more than a handful of times, but I feel like again, that's when uh, that quote come back when you say it, like. Not so much the quote that you said earlier about the loyalty and stuff, but that's like marriage. Like people don't realize marriage is hard. Marriage is very hard. And it's like, you'd be waiting like, okay, when's this going to ease up? Like, no, like it's constant work. Do you you have to work at it. Do you think people realize that it is work or they just think that it's just. No, I don't think people think that it's. No way, Jose. <laughs> I think people like they. I mean, I've I've seen it and I've heard it like different places where people be like that. Um, like people be more worried about the wedding than they are the marriage. Like I was everybody about to wants ask you a that. wedding. I was about to ask you that. Like yeah, the wedding is nice. It's it's nice. What? No, no, I agree. No. No, I wouldn't. I agree. The wedding's nice, but then the real work comes after the wedding and after that honeymoon phase. Like, it gets rough out here in these streets. And I don't think people be knowing that. Like, marriage is, marriage is hard. Even the best marriages, they come, like, everybody goes through hardships, hard times. Like, there's so many transitions uh, during marriage, especially, like, when you've been together for a very long time. Like we've been together, well, we've been married almost 14 years. We've been together in a relationship longer than that. So, so many hard, you go through so many hardships or like so many things come up within those years that you would have probably never thought would have came up or that you would have had to um, go through, but you do. And it's not how you, it's like how you recover from those. Okay. Yeah, I definitely have to agree with you on that. Um, I don't believe that a lot of people realize how much work it is Mm, to put it in. There is marriages and relationships where people don't want to put in the work. They don't want to seek help. And that's another thing. Let me tell y'all something real quick, especially within my black community. There is nothing wrong with seeking help. Mm -mm. There is nothing wrong with therapy. There is nothing wrong with counseling. And please don't think you could just pray it away. Faith without works is dead. Do not, do not think that you can just pray it away. Do not think you could just go up to uh, confessions 
at the end of church and saying, oh, I need help. I'm doing this. She's doing that. Don't just go to your pastor thinking that, you know, oh, he's going to help us through it. No, seek professional help. Shout out to the therapist. Shout out to the therapist. Yes. Those with the degrees. And um, I just had to I just had to add that PSA out there because it's it's real out here in these streets, these mean streets of marriage. So um, I'm going to need y'all to do what y'all <laughs> need to do. I like that. i'm gonna need y'all to do what y'all need to do because we have to keep our nuclear families together y'all and um sometimes i know it's it's hard i know one party might not want to work on it um i know that um it's not gonna be all sunshines and rainbows it's never gonna be all sunshines and rainbows in a marriage so if you're looking at a marriage oh i'm just so happy Oh, I'm so glad that I found the man of my dreams. I'm so glad I found the woman of my dreams. And then three years down the line, I can't stand her. Mm-hmm. I hate him. Mm-hmm. All that. Because that's going to happen. Yeah, it it's definitely going to happen within your marriage. And if you are a man and you are about to partake and you about to get on one knee with a ring in your hand, to present it to a woman that you feel that is worthy of being your wife. I'm going to need you to know these things. I'm going to need you to go into it knowing that, man, there's going to be some bad times in this, but I, is she worth it? Ladies, when he gets down on that one knee, it is okay to say no if you know that it's not going to work. See, people realize that when they get married, let's say you do accept the ring. You have all the way, you have all this time up until you are at the altar to still say no. If you are ignoring all the red flags, this goes for both parties. Like, it's, it's, you, you have to look at things from a different angle. That's why I do believe that when it comes to males, if you're a woman and you have a potential husband, you need another man to vet him out. You need somebody who you trust, who you confide in. And that's why I feel like fathers come into play because nobody's going to ride harder than you than your father. Because I have daughters and you better believe I'm going to be asking the right questions if a man never comes through my door talking about that he wants to date my daughter, I'm asking all the uncomfortable questions. And if you can't answer them, that's already a red flag for me because this is my daughter. I have to protect her. And then when it comes to that point, I have to hand over that protection to you. And if I don't think that you are worthy, if I don't think that, you are up to the challenge or up for the challenge. Like, Hey, no. And I'm gonna let my daughter know. And then if she decides to rebel and go against me, and then she still decides to marry this man. And then things go South. Don't come to daddy. Don't come to mom. Cause we already told you. No, It's not going to work because I've seen this, this, that. And that's what we have in our community that's a big problem. 
Nobody wants to do these things. Nobody wants to ask the, the uncomfortable questions. Don't nobody want to grill nobody no more. Hey, but them old school, big mama, granddaddy, all them, hey, you go in there, they real raw. Who grilled you? Huh? Who grilled you? Your cousin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rick, damn, you sitting there talking, and I'm just sitting like, I ain't had my daddy. Oh. Who grilled you? Who yeah. bedded you out? Yeah. Yo, your cousins, and I remember, um, shoot, and your mama. Oh man, yeah. Hey, I'm just saying, like, you need those people. See, but but I say, I say, a man because men can sense other men's BS. We can see through other men because we know the mind of a man. Yeah. And so, if I'm sitting yeah, spider, here asking, spider sniffed, yeah, yeah, spider yeah. Definitely So if we are going to do this thing and you know, we, I, I have this man in front of me, like, there's nothing wrong with asking these questions. If I'm going to sit here and ask you, oh, was you raised by your mom and daddy? Oh, okay. Okay. Was there any type of abuse in the home or anything? Like, I'm asking these questions. Mm -hmm. But like, so what you trying, oh, you just trying to have sex with my daughter? I'm asking, I'm going to ask these questions. And, and depending on how you respond is a way that a man can fill a man out because we know how we would be in that situation. So I'm just throwing that out there. And for all you men who got daughters, hey, be real with your kids. You ain't got to be so raw, but be real with them. I'm just saying, because you don't want them lost when they, when they grow up and then um, they take a path that um, is not going to be so fortunate, in my opinion, anyway. Um, so, uh, let me see. Any more? Any more thoughts or none? None at all. All right, all right. So, hey, I'm just saying for all you men who are thinking about marriage, all you women out there who have a man that is potentially vetting you to be his wife, I got this for you. I want you and that young man to tie that knot. Yes, I'm gonna pray for you. I am too. Get a hold on the God's unchanging hand. Yes. Joshua, fight the battle of Jericho. Yes. It helped Daniel get out the line. Yes, it did. It helped Gilligan get off the alley. Yes. Hey, hey, I am a big advocate for marriage. And although in today's society, it feel like that is just dwindling even more and more. Like there is still, I still have faith in, that the community that we can get back to our nuclear families because that's where we strive that back when we was married at like a rate of like 80%, like back in the mid 1960s, like we was like, cause we needed each other and we built communities and everything. And we like, Nothing can break us, but now it's like to the point to where, you know, nobody wants to be married. Men are scared because they feel like that, you know, oh, she's going to take half my stuff. She's going to take my kids. And, you know, um, women just feel like that they strong, independent, don't need no man. And we just on opposite sides of the spectrum. And so what do we do to get back? That's all I'm saying. So think about it. I will be back 
with another episode with another special guest because it's going down with the next guest as well. I want to thank my lovely queen. Yes. Maybe not that one, but i like to thank y'all for coming out. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate my guests. Um, yes, thank you. Thank you. So, hopefully, you know, uh, I'll see y'all soon with the second episode. And um, we'll see y'all then. Y'all be easy, y'all. Bye. Peace.